dear friends, I have great pleasure in addressing you on this evening, the day which is considered most sacred amongst the Christians. This day we are celebrating just in sweet remembrance of the Christ who appeared at the pole of Jesus. Thousands other men are born daily in all countries, in all towns, but nobody ever remembers who was born and who was dead. But in the case of masters who come from time to time, their day of birth and other events of their life are celebrated for the purpose just to revive the teachings they gave, to awaken the child humanity. You see the masses who came in the past can be numbered on fingers. But other millions and billions and trillions of even have been born and dead, nobody knows who came and who went away. So many kings came in here, so many other social heads, other people. Why do we celebrate the day? The birds, other events, or the masters who came from time to time. So, in the case of Christ, he was born as Jesus. Jesus was the human pole at which Christ's power manifested. Christ's power never dies. And once that power takes possession of us or takes us under his care, he does not leave us. We find in the words of Christ, I shall never leave thee nor forsake thee till the end of the world. Last time in 1955 when I came here, people asked me, when is Christ returning? Then I asked them, has he ever left you? And I quoted them these very words. He said, I shall never leave thee nor forsake thee till the end of the world. <coughs> If he had not left us then, where the question of coming back arises? I'm talking only from common sense point of view. The reason why we ask for these things, perhaps we are not gone into the mystery of Christ. What was Christ? You see that God power appears from time to time <coughs> at the poles of the human poles 
Gaiti child humanity. They give them a way back to God. Who can give us way back to God? That's the question. No son of man can do it. It is God alone who can lead us to God and give a contact with God. He has got no equal, no brother, no father, no mother. And that God lies in every heart. Then we will have to say, if anybody finds out the way back to God or leads us to God, or who at times refers himself to me as I am my father and one, I am the light, I am the way, who can be he? Have you ever considered all that? In his lifetime, the little history that we have got before us because all his life is not found. But what we have got in his teachings, <coughs> we find, if you come follow me, you see, you have light. And all masters tell us that the masters who come, they are all children of light. They are all sons of God. Whoever follows the God in them, now let me clarify more, whoever follows the God in them, they meet God, they are given a contact with God. So as I told you, masters have been coming from time to time. <coughs> they apparently Outwardly, to all intents and purposes, they appear to be men. They are born the same way, outer concentration the same, inner the same. What is the difference between such a personality and the average man that he is Conscious co-worker of the divine child. <coughs> he sees it is the Father working through me. Simon also who you are. He asked people that who do you know who I am? And he said, everybody said, some said you are the son of carpenter, such and such, so many things go on. And Simon said, You are the son of the living God. Then he told him, no earthly power has given you that. You say those words, it is the God who has made you to say all that. <coughs> then again, people ask him, you always refer about your father. It would suffice if you show us your father someday. And what did he say? He grew indignant over it. He said, I am sorry, I have been so long amidst you, you never saw that it was Father working through me. 
whatever works I did, it was at the inspiration of Father. Then he went so hard to say, who has seen me has seen my Father. Who would like to see God, Father, they must come through Son. I am quoting this to you only, not exact, I mean word for word from the Bible, but the purpose thereof. So what it meant, you see, he said, I and my father are one. And I told you such that Christ is a God power, our Guru power, what is called, which appeared as the Son of Man called Jesus. I was giving a talk in the Unity Temple, and when I gave out these thoughts, then he asked them, what is your opinion? And here their opinion. I am simply quoting, not that I am doubtful about it, but only that men are coming round, they are awakening to the truth. What he said? Who is Jesus Christ? God's Son made manifest to man to teach man and show the way and the truth and the life. He came to show man how the Father would live if we were a man. He was God in man. Then he says Jesus was the transcendent incarnation of God. Transcendent incarnation of God. Then he says what is the difference between Jesus and Christ? Christ existed long before Jesus. Jesus is the man born who perfectly manifested the Christ in him. The Christ is the divine side of, of this God-man. Jesus the human existed long before his birth. You follow? Where Christ power or God power or the Guru power is the same. That God power manifests at human form to meet with the demands of his, of his children, those who feel hungry for him, those who feel thirsty for him. There is food for the hungry and water for the thirsty. Demand and supply is the law of nature. Where fire burns, their oxygen comes to help. So, as a man in whose heart there is hunger for God, that God manifests at some human pole to guide the child humanity. Son knows the father and others whom the Son reveals. So I told you this Christ power existed ever since the world, since the world began. That when manifests from time to time at the human poles of the various masters. How can we recognize this fact? Just go and find out by parallel study of religions, you will find the same teaching given by them and the same assertions made by them. Somebody asked me, 
on my last visit here, uh, Christ is the highest. I told him, I wait with God. That's all right. But if other masters also utter the same words, how will you take them? He said, because, he said, I and my father are one. That's right. Then I quoted about four or five other masters who said the same thing in their own language. Guru Arjuna says, son and father have died in the same karma. Then he says, well, father and son have taken up the same business. Well, then Guru says, God ordered me, go away. Just make my son guide the child humanity. And so many others too. This is only to show that Christ did live even before he entered the sinless body of the manner. So we have regard for that Christ power that existed before and after continues, sunset continues. And that power lies in every heart. But that is latent. When any human power at which that power is manifests, meets us, as I told you before, who can give you a contact with God? No human, no son of man can do it except the manifested God power in any human pole. When you come across with them, they are the competency to raise our souls from the bondage of mind and outgoing faculties to give you a contact with Him. So we have regard for all human pole that with that Christ power work from time to time. It is a blessed day that we have just gathered here particularly on a day which is celebrated as the Christmas day. <coughs> well, what is the purpose of celebration such birthdays? We should understand what teachings they gave us. We have to revise those teachings. We have to see whether we are following those teachings which they came from time to time. That's it we are. We are proud of them. Question arises, are they proud of us? True celebration of a great man's birthday is just to understand the teachings what they gave and live up to them. <coughs> and what he said, you see, he said, I live, you see, because I live, ye shall live also. He is able to give you ever an everlasting life. You know, Christ referred himself something in the Bible, in the scriptures, whatever record we have got. He says, I am the bread of life. This bread of life has come down from heaven. Whoever partakes of it has everlasting life. 
God is light, God is life, God is love. So what was the bed of life he gave? Then again he went, he went to a well to have a drop of water. He asked for smile of lady over there who was carrying a pitcher of water over her head and asked her to give water to drink. And she, out of inferiority complex, said, well, you have no, you people have no connection with us, Samaritans, why are you asking for water from man? Then said, had she known who it was who was asking for water, she would have given it. But did she come to me, I would have given him the living water of life, by drinking which this this water which she carries quenches thirst for wine. Again man feels thirsty. If had she come to me, I would have given her the living water of life which once drunk would never thirst again. Let us go a little further into it. Who was Christ? Blessed is the human power at which it appears. He behaved like a man, he behaved like a god. He never proved that he came down directly and he is very much feared. He behaved like a man, average man. And the greatest lies in his sight, in his face, that he behaved both ways, as a man and a god, a him. Then he referred about his own self, who he was. Then, Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. And what is word? And word is defined as all hands are made by the word. Then it is said in St. John, in the beginning was the word, and word was with God, and word was God. And that is the cause of all creation. When the Father said, Thy word is settled in heaven, that is what he referred to. This bread of life has come from heaven. When the Father is saying, What is that word? What is the outer manifestation of the word which was personified, which was made flesh in the human? All of Jesus. He said, Word is a lamp to my feet and light on my path. Then expressly said, I am the light. <laughs> if you follow now how great he was, he was that God power manifested in human form. The great part regard for the human soul at which he manifested, but he always differentiated between Son of Man and the God Father in him. This is no peculiar peculiarity in the case of Christ, but all other masters, like Guru Nanak, Kavir and others, they also brought forth the same thing in their own language, of course. Because we are not aware with the 
teachings of the other masters, we think perhaps this is the only truth, where truth is one. Truth is clothed in light. Truth is the harmony, is the music of all harmonies. And all masters who came in the past, they refer to it. They said, what were these very words which I have quoted to you, word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. We find in the six scriptures another two. They say the world was personified in human form. And he glided and gave a context to the embodied souls back to God. So I have respect for all such like human forms at which that Christ power works from time to time. Now what teachings they gave us. You'll find very peculiar teachings he gave. He said, first of all, the highest aim of a man's life is God first and world next. Are we following it? That's the point. We say world first and God next. And we have Faith in God only so far as we get worldly things from Him. If sometimes we do not have those things for some reason or other, well, our faith is broken. Then further they said what? Except ye be born in you, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. And that he said, kingdom of God cannot be had by observation. It is within you. By observation means by ways which are related to the outgoing faculties. God is spirit and we can pray God in spirit alone. God resides not in temples made with by the hand of man. Then what is the God-made temple? This is the man-body. Then within that he says, I live and you shall live forever. He did not refer to the outward son of man. He had the body. I live and he shall remain forever. Because his life is light. And the way back to God is love. This subject I took up last night. God made man after his own image. God is all consciousness, light, and we are also children of light. We are conscious entities, wired by mind and matter, and we are just kept in the body. That power is the controlling power. So long as that power is there, we are working in the body. When that power is withdrawn, we have to leave the body. That very power is controlling all the universe. When that power is just withdrawn from there, dissolution, the grand dissolution sets in. So, there is a maker of this universe. It did not come 
just about by itself. But mind that the maker himself is unchangeable permanence, but the world created by him is changing, being made of matter. This subject I took up last night. So best way to just celebrate the Christmas day would be, I would say we must celebrate these lives of great men daily, with every breath. We don't miss or forget the lesson, the teachings they gave us. We should live up to them daily, in our daily lives. We should see the same Christ power in us, it is there, in everybody. That is to be developed through the help given by where it is manifest. Call him any name you like. So what she said, kingdom of God can only be had by just entering within this man-body which is the true temple of God. God is a controlling power keeping us in the body. And we told them, so long as we are in the body, we are identified with the body and outside things. We have forgotten our own self. We are under a grand delusion. This subject I took up last night. How to be out of this delusion? He gave out, learn to die so that you may begin to live. You have to rise above body consciousness. Attention, which is the outward expression of our soul, diffused in the world through the outgoing faculties. First, we have to withdraw that within. And then rise above body consciousness, above the senses. Only then we can come out of the grand delusion that we are having, that we are the man-body, not the indweller of the man-body. We can come out of the ignorance that some higher power is keeping us in the body. And about that I refer to you last night by giving references to all, from all other masters too. Learn to die so that you begin, begin to live. What happens at the time of death? The life withdraws from the feet, comes up to the back of the eyes. Then the dogs in comes. Now you learn how to rise above the senses, down from outside first, then withdrawn at the back of the eyes, which is the seat of the soul in the body, your inner eyes open. You see the light of God. That light of God was personified, which is called by Christ power or Guru power and Master power. So for that he gave out, except ye be born and young, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. To be born and young. Nicodemus came up. He said, Lord, I am an old man. How can he enter the womb of the mother and be reborn? And he told everyone, flesh is born of the flesh and spirit of the spirit. First birth we have got in the man body. The second birth when we born in you, into the beyond, when we learn to die. 
This is birth power, the birth in Christ, birth in Guru power, or birth in God. You must live and die in God power. You must be born in Christ, in the Guru power, or the God power. By simply taking the outward badges of certain schools of thought, are performing certain rites and rituals does not make you to be born in Christ. That is preparation of the ground for being born in Christ. And that you can have only if you take cross daily. What is cross? Have you ever considered our man? Man body the cross. This is the cross. Why not? I am very happy to learn today in papers our Pope Paul is just having a trip to Jerusalem, place of pilgrimage of Jesus. As I told you before, thousands of people born in a town, nobody knows who came and went. When such a God power manifested at any human pole, which was in, born in some country, some station, that place becomes the place of pilgrimage for our soul. So Jerusalem is a place of pilgrimage for all Christians. And perhaps Pope Paul is the first man to go over to Jerusalem to have that memory revived. In the paper I read today, he says he will go down there and take a wooden cross over his shoulders and walk on the ground where Christ Walk Sunday. These things go to remind us of the great personalities who came in the world to guide the child of humanity. Prophet Muhammad was born in Mecca and Medina. That's the place of worship, of pilgrimage for all Mohammedan world. Why? There are thousands of them born there because Prophet Muhammad was born there. Buddha was born such some place. All Buddhist places, places of pilgrimage over there. Similar all other masters who came, wherever they were born, we are respect for those places. That when we go there, that remind us of the coming of that master someday when he came to the past and just bow down our heads in all respects and and try to just learn those lessons he gave. So best way, as I told you, is these things later on come as a social function, excuse me if I say. They give gifts to one or the other between themselves, where true way of celebrating any great man's life is to understand the teaching of the Master that day, is to understand him what he was and what he taught and just revive that lesson and try to live up to that. He clearly said, Son knows the Father and others whom the Son reveals. That Son is the light of God that exists forever. So, Sonship continues. The whole thing that I have to put before you is that Christ lived and after the man body of Jesus at whose pole he appeared. 
and that is resides in every heart. See how we can find him there, you see. That's the point, you see, for that who has to realize him. It is, he cannot be realized by mere feelings, by mere emotions, by mere drawing inferences, by intellectual wrestling to come to some conclusion. It is a matter of seeing who God is like. Christ said, I am the light. Can you see light? Yes, he said. I is the light of the body. If thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. How the two eyes can become single? This is a practical question. When that eye is open, that is the neat man. Even the blind men who have got no eyes on their faces, they are also that single-eyed, but that is closed. So we can see him, see the God in action power which is light, which is called Christ. If our eye becomes single or shut, we shut the doors of the temple of the body, we will see the light of heaven. When when our eye becomes single by shutting the doors of the temple of the body. And what are the doors of the body? They are the two eyes, two nostrils, two ears, mouth, and other genital organs. Our attention is just diffused to these, to the outside world, identified with them. We have to withdraw our attention from outside enter within the laboratory of the man-body, which is the true temple of God, and rise at the back of the eyes, which is the seat of the soul in the body, there lies the tenth door, where I become single, where you find the light of God. There you see the light. So this is what I mean to say, our celebration would count Truly, if he now first understand who he was and further what he taught, we live up to that. Then further what he said. He said, you must have bread of life. You must have water of life. And that bread of life and the water of life lies in contacting with the God into expression power, which is light and music of the spheres. Any human soul at which that God power is manifest, that manifested God power is competent to raise our souls, we are which are bound down and our mind and outgoing faculties, we are identified with, with them and then open an inner eye to see the light of God and hear the voice of God. That is to come in contact with the God into special power which is light and sound principle. That is the true bread of life and the true 
वाटर अप्लाई हु कैन गिव यू ए कॉन्टेक्ट विथ दिस हु कैन गिव यू दिस ब्रेड ऑफ लाइफ इन दिस वाटर ऑफ लाइफ एट एनी ह्यूमन पाउंड दैट पावर इज मैनिफेस्ट इट्स अ रेफर बाय गुरु नानक नदर्स इट सेज वेन लुक हियर यू गॉट मैन बॉडी यू आर फॉर्चूनेट the purpose of having the man body to have the bread of life and the water of life which is the true elixir of life and everlasting whoever drinks of that or eats out of that he has the everlasting life remain in any religion you like but where to get this bread of life and the water of life he says go to your master what is the master he has got the human pole at which that god power of cross christ power is manifest the god in him no son of man can do it the greatness of the master lies in the fact not in telling you how to have the outer badges of a particular school of thought or how to say prayers or how to perform certain rites and rituals that any man how to give lectures that any man can do after little training the greatness of a master lies in the fact that he is able to give you a sitting in which raise your souls but without from outside that raise your soul above senses open the inner eyes and you see the light of god and hear the voice of god and you testify yourself it is so So by careful study of religions, we find the same truth is given out almost by all masters, of course in their own language. But they have left to that everyone. Now you find this bread of life. He says, remain some religions, but while remaining any in any religion. you must learn to die so that you may begin to live well is it possible to die while alive that we have got in the christian literature said paul said i die daily other master said learn to die hundred times a day and what is that that is you die of the soul from the physical body rise above into the beyond that is into the kingdom of god there you are reborn but and they say you must be reborn and marvel not i say unto if i say unto you you must be reborn so these are the teachings given by our masters from time to time but the difficulty lies in the way that our souls are under the command of mind and mind is under the command of the outgoing faculties we are given up to the pleasures of the outside world so much so that we have identified ourselves with them and we cannot we are awake from outside and asleep from within that very god power is keeping us in the body and if we have to find it we have to invite where is the closest when you see within that expand you also see that very god power everywhere 
So this is how you can find the Christ already within us by withdrawing from outside our attention. And then first to enter this laboratory of the man-body which is the true temple of God, then rise above to be reborn into the kingdom of God. And there are so many mentions in the house of our father. Macrocosm is in the microcosm of the man's body. There are planes, physical planes, astral planes, causal planes, supercausal and beyond, pure spiritual planes, which is the true home of our father. So first step starts when we just rise above and we are reborn about this iron curtain of the physical body. If anybody can rise above himself, blessed he. If not, even in the outward lines we take up, we need somebody who is expert in that line. Such like subjects which are related to the outdoor faculties. And such like sub subjects where the world philosophies end, then the living starts. Where these outdoor faculties do not work, you rise above them. Only then that ABC starts. Do you not need anybody to help you there? That is a matter of common sense. You will decide for your own sense. In the true terminology of the saints, of the masters, they define a blind man who? Not one who has no eyes on the forehead, but whose inner eye is closed. Those who do not see the light of God, they are all, excuse me, blind. When they come to such a master, they are blind before. When he gives them a sitting, his inner eye is open, he sees the light of God. When he comes back, he is the man with eyes. Well, before going to a master, man is deaf. When he gives him a sitting, he begins to hear the music of his fears. He is no more deaf when he comes back. So these are the gifts. This is the life, the greatness of a master life in the, in the fact that he is competent to give you some bread of life, some water of life, and help you to be reborn, to help you to open the inner eye, to see the light of God and hear the voice of God. Such Personalities were few in the past and even now they are few. But the world is not without them. All humanity is children. The same God power, Christ power, world self in the world began and continues for those children who are hungry. When that hunger arises in anybody, the God who resides in every heart, he just makes arrangement to bring him in contact with somewhere where he can be given a contact with his own self. 
Can any son of man do it? No. Only the God manifested in that, that power. And such a person is called a master. Christ referred to his disciples. He said what? Blessed are ye who see things what the old prophets and the righteous men could not see. You hear things from the old prophets and the righteous men could not hear. Then you'll find references in the scriptures that our eyes are sealed and our ears are sealed. Unless these seals are broken, we cannot see the light of God and cannot hear the voice of God. Guru Nanak was asked, God is eyes in every heart, who can see him? says, those eyes are different other than these eyes of flesh and bones with which we can see the light of God. Well, what is the difference? Simply of language. Some of the ways, he said, we must be able to see God with our own eyes. We must be heard the voice of God with our own ears. The true definition of a master given by all masters who can make you audible the music of the spheres within, who can remove the dark veil, veil of darkness when you close your eyes and reveal the light of God. Such a person is called a master. So for that what they enjoin, they enjoin the life of continence. The control of the outgoing senses. This is the qualification which can enable one to follow the teachings of the masters. In the Sermon on the Mount, what you find? These words that I have quoted, you find in them. Blessed are the poor in heart, for they shall see God. And all other masters said the same thing. Well, God is one, truth is one. Those who have realized they have said the same thing. If there are any differences within us, these are all man-made. These are all due to the fact those who have had no personal experience of the truth, they were beating about the push, not knowing where to lay down. And Christ said, and all other masters said, we have seen. We bear testimony to it, and the people believe us not. Other masters say, just listen to the sayings of the masters because they see and then say. Not only then say, they are also competent to give us an experience with that very thing. Read the scriptures with us. They are all, what are they? They are a fine record of the experiences are the masters what they had in their life with God and with themselves. So far that purity of life is required. You'll find those just it is life and sexuality death. This body is born of the incorruptible seed and we are rebound into the beyond by incorruptible 
these are the lessons in Vedic scriptures. We should go further into it to find the truth of what they say. Man body is the highest in all creation. Blessed we are, we are God in man body. And the highest thing before us is to know God. God also resides in us. Nothing we to put from outside within. That is referred to all any in our scriptures. In different languages that are with us today. In the existence of those scriptures, we need somebody who has got the same experience and is competent to give us that experience, that bread of life and the water of life. So Guru Nanak says, don't be deluded. Simply because you have taken one form of the religion or the other, unless you follow the teachings, what they give. And the teachings given in all religions are based on the experiences of the masters who came from time to time. So unless you understand those teachings, and the right impulse thereof can only be had those who have got that very experience. So we have new lessons for all masters who came in the past. We have very great respect for all scriptures which are worth in terms of gold and emeralds, but in, in, in their existence too we need somebody who knows the way, who can open our inner eye to see the light of God. So in Christ's life and all Master's life we find two things. First, God first, kingdom of God within you, you cannot have it by observation. You can have it only by learning to die while alive. You can just enter the kingdom of God when you are reborn. These very teachings have been given in these two. They say, you must be twice born. Reborn or twice born means the same thing. First birth is in the physical body and second into the beyond. So they were competent to give them an experience how to rise above body consciousness. And gave them a mantra to read which shows, which means rise above physical life of causal body and you will see the sun of light, light of sun, always already ablaze within you. So purity of life is it stepping stone to him, and along with that, the love of God. It is a misdirected love which is called attachment, which is keeping us in the body and is the cause of our coming again and again. We go where we are attached. That is called attachment. Love is true love which is called charity, if, which is already ingrained in our souls. If that is directed towards God, that is true love. God is love, our soul is also love personified, and the way back to God is also love. All Master says, love God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy strength. And love thy 
and God also controls you in this body and the macrocosm is also in the microcosm of the mind body. We have known so much about the outer subjects, but for want of practical people, we know little or nothing about our own selves. The great boom, great blessing that we have got in the form of man's body, which is the golden opportunity that we have got. So blessed you are, I would say, remain in whatever religion you are, no need of changing religion, but just to be true to your own religions. And true to the own religions is what? To the best of I know, according to the scriptures, to sit at the feet of somebody who knows the way. Thank you.